Welcome, dear readers, to Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name's Kaki. And I'm Kay and Wilmer. We only judge a book by its cover. And we find ourselves once more amid the towering stacks of our library. <laughs> okay, Kay, come here, Kay. What's up, what's up? What's I have, up? oh, Kaki, I'm up? ill. I'm ill, Kay. This are is you, the end. This yeah. is the end. Do you have caught, did you catch the book play? I have the paper fever. It's terrible. I, I, I've, I've got, I've got bookmark delirium. Oh, oh no. come, come hold my hand. Actually, it sounds more like you've got a case of paper. Sit lung, by my, yes, I'm a lunger. Sit, sit by my, my, my bedside and I will bequeath oh. to you my treasures. Should this be the last time that we meet Kay? Should this be the last episode of our pod- podcast? I want you to have my um, my harpoon. Uh, right. Yes, that's the uh, the ballpoint pen on a stick that mm-hmm. I that I use for hunting hunting bookworms. That's that's all for you. Oh, thank you yes. so much. And I, tre- I shall treasure it. Um, what else did I did I? Oh, my book teepee. It is waterproof now. So, but that's also all for you. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, uh, I, I do have self help books on aisle fourteen. I'll never make it. I'll oh, maybe maybe some um, essential oils. Oh, fuck that noise. That's. <laughs> What is, what's so essential about oils? Mm, they smell nice. Yeah, that is true. That is true. It's, well, let's, let's, let's hope I make it and, and, and that you don't need to like, bury me with my final treasure, which I will not bequeath, which is my iPhone that only plays the Fallout Boy cover of Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody. Oh, I didn't know that was in Full House. Fallout Boy. Oh. The band? Oh, sorry. That I, I only know as a, as I a mean, name. My, and my maid mentally went to Fallout Pit Boy. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's uh, uh, hence the. <laughs> now that would be a useful device to have because the reception in your library is not particularly good. So, so my iPhone oh. is mostly like for light and uh, uh, digitizing your index cards as I burn them. Right. Uh, there's a seven G network here, though. Yeah. Well, that may be the problem. It's still a. It's still an old-fashioned little five S. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll see what 7G, I can do. Seven G, you say? Yes. Technology has really moved on since I found myself stuck in your library mm. 11 weeks ago. Yes. I'll probably need to get, uh, get caught up on, uh, on what's been going on. Maybe you can uh, uh, have a little primer ready for me that I can, that I can read as I, uh, oh. I recuperate. Right. Well, it shouldn't be too hard. Well, if, we're at, if we skipped 6G already and we're living in the future... Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. You're the, you're the current leading candidate for the Podcast Segway Award of 2019. Right. Oh, uh, S- speaking of future... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So the future is uh, where we're going to go today with yeah. our um, oh. with our book. Ah, oh, what do you have? For, <laughs> what do we have for our readers at home today? Right. We have a book by Mark Adlard, and it's called Multiface. The ultimate experiment has been underway for two years, and now a final report from the honeycombed hell of T City, as the Ace book proudly proclaims on his front cover. And judging by the price, it's like, you know, 70s, 80s, although See, the, the cover looks a bit more modern than that. It looks like a throwback, a modern throwback to uh, a 70s aesthetic of a 50s futurist version of uh, 1920s like slapper aesthetic. Art deco via Art Nouveau, via pop art and, and via 80s, uh, 90s nostalgia. I know some of those words. But 80s and 90s. Yes, those are Both of those. For the readers at home, if you look on your podcasting device right now, you should be seeing the cover of today's book. And if not, check the show notes for an image and the link. Because there's a lot going on in this cover. Uh, there is a car, a race car, obviously. Which a is space car. It's a got... space car, yeah, I suppose. Well, so. look at it. I mean, it's, it, it's got wheels, but it's got... Uh, jets coming out the side, firing flames. It's got mm. multiple front lights. It's yes. got this sort of ram scoop with stars in it. It's gleaming like like a like a chrome Batmobile. It, and it has a very determined 
tweaking his ears off main character behind the wheel, as far as I can tell. He is. Um, well, certainly this, this woman in the, uh, in the passenger seat. Yeah. Sporting a lot of Roaring Twenties aesthetic, as far as I can tell. Oh, yeah. Uh, all done up in pink. She's got a glampane glass that she's sloshing yeah. all over the place. She's kicking a shoe off. There's some other uh, cars in the back. so They look much more conventional than this one. They're kind of boxy. Oh, I wouldn't say so. Uh, one of them has like a tail fin, but either yeah. it's supposed to be like a fancy town car or uh, the space future equivalent of a Lada. It says exit number seven, but we'll get we'll, we'll get back to that later. There's okay, a, there's a bit of a I thing have no doubt that we will. The, the, a bit of a thing going on about that in the book. Let's see what comes up in your notes versus mine. <laughs> well, you know, it's like it's, it's not like we've read. I like we've both read the we've same both book. Read the so same book. That's right. We just we just maybe focus on on different things. So the thing is about the fact that it says exit seven is that the, the T city is clearly described as having the highway with no off ramps. Ah yes, because oh my god, these notes are so good because it's set on a tiny ring world. Mm. Judging by the curvature, they would be on the outside of the ring world, which would make it very hard to keep the car in place and to race along. But ah, no, I agree. <laughs> well, yes, but that's because our our hero is a gravity mechanic. Ah, well, that explains why the glampane is going all over the place. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be rather awkward to be driving there, uh, well, hanging yes. in a harness upside down. Essentially, that would be like oh, like one of those roller coasters. Uh, you know, there's another possibility. Maybe it's 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 not just one ring world, but multiple, as in ring world, Dyson Sphere, ring world, Dyson Sphere. I was more thinking like a Mobius ring world. Oh, that is it. I'm going to remove my note because I think I misinterpreted this Mobius ring world. For the readers at home who may not be familiar with uh, uh, this kind of bizarre architecture that I am, can you describe how you make a Mobius ring? It's usually uh, described as a lemnus cat. It's like a, a figure eight shape, but that's because... Mow. Right. So, <laughs> pardon the interruption by not me, but our little librarianess. <laughs> who is yes. apparently sleep mowing again, because mm -hmm. I'm... Mm -hmm. <laughs> So but it's usually depicted as a figure eight. It's also an infinity symbol. You take a strip of paper, yeah. and you give it a twist, and then you attach the ends to each other. So and then an ant walking on one side. Exactly. Well, there's, there is only one side. Now, you could do that with a ring world, too. If the plane of the, of the ring world had symmetrical gravity generation... Traditionally, the idea behind ring worlds is that you don't need gravity generation because you just, like... Spin them or uh, spin them slowly, and therefore uh, benefiting from the centripetal. I'm saying that right, right. I think so. Yes, but again, the same thing would go here. You'd have the, uh, the, the you know because of the Mobius effect, the twisting around and the the, the rotation would create an even more complex day and night feature. Plus, it would be also much more interesting for the racers because they would have to like transition between outside and inside as the uh, like one of those NASCAR tracks that exactly. then loops in on itself. They have an interesting sort of geography where different layers of the how would you describe this? It's almost like rope licorice, except of course they're they're, they're all the squeak loops. Fruit by the fruit by the foot or something like fruit boo the food. Fruit by the fruit. That sounds Canadian. Oh no, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to be racist on our show. <laughs> We love our we love our Canadian. Uh, oh, have you heard about spocking? No. Just as an aside, there's a banknote in Canada featuring uh, Wilfrid oh, Laurier, right, the yes. first French-speaking uh, prime minister, I believe he was. And there is some trend where people like take sharpies and draw him to look like Spock. Yeah, yes, I've seen a few of these. <laughs> and the Bank of Canada has requested people not to do this anymore because it's not strictly illegal. But it's still defacing currency. <laughs> uh, I suppose. I mean, refacing currency would be more correct in this regard. Multifacing. Ooh. Yeah. This one. Good point. Yeah. Ten, ten points for getting us back on track with the book. Back on track with the book. Well, the highway itself seems to be like 
a, a city, a microcosmos on its own. It's like any time there's a scene which describes the, the main character, uh, Viktor Petrovska, zooming along in his car, one of the cars that he's working on, it always describes these big cityscapes and the views from the highway onto the rest of the real yeah. world. But you never go out there. It's only mechanic shop, gas stations, yeah. uh, uh, motels, hotels. But it, it seems like, oh, there's, wow, it seems you're like right. the motorway is one entire long strip and it doesn't actually have a obvious connection to the rest of the city. At least not someone that anybody's driving on the motorway ever uses. Yeah. They're just like, they're, they're stuck on the perpetual cycle. It's sort of the like the, uh, uh, the express train in Dark City. Heading yeah. toward a, a city that isn't, is is T City maybe then the destination? I think isn't there isn't there like a uh, um, a Star Trek episode where they have the hol one of the holodeck trains which is like going to Junction oh, City or whatever yes. it's, uh, yes, it's called. Yes, that was a strange sort of metaphor for uh, uh, the, the, the the space creature they'd managed to pick up. Yeah, which exactly. They had to go back to its whatever. Yeah, but no, similar. I mean, it's well, a the Doctor Who episode where people were stuck in endless gridlock. Oh yes, there's that. Uh, yeah. But that had different causes. It was a good. I, uh, I mean, I loved um, what's the, first with the little kittens. The cats. Yeah. yeah. It's like the fact that they just had little <laughs> actual kittens for, for the kids was like I love that. That was so amazing. Oh, they just of course, had David kittens. Tennant cuddling a kitten is just like oh my god. I live for that. Yes. Um, yeah. So back to this book. Um, so there's uh, uh, Victor going around uh, testing his the race cars for. Well, yes, the uh, souped-up hyper hypercar fifty-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something about that that, I don't know, it's like this thing that everything has to be exaggerated, I, mean, I uh, guess. Yeah, this is, the, this is the style of that kind of uh, exuberant uh, sci-fi where less of the focus is on the science. I mean, yeah, there's some hard sci-fi concepts like mm -hmm. the synthetic gravity and the ring world, but yeah. mostly it's just kind of to show cool tech. Right, yeah, it's like, like look, look at this thing happening in this strange place when the rest of the book really is more of a mystery mafia crime novel yes it's exactly but i mean this is true for a lot of uh, highly popular genre fiction dune for all its complexity is still a like a feudal a medieval mm. uh, uh, story uh, star wars is a is a western or an eastern i mean there's, well, there's yeah. it's it's it may be a bit more seven samurai than well uh, obviously that's what like clearly what uh uh, yeah, Spielberg was inspired by uh, was Spielberg. No, George Lucas. Lucas. I always get those two confused for some reason. A lot of people do. I don't know why. One of them's hugely successful, and the other one's very popular. Well, <laughs> wait. Ow. Hold on. And Indiana Jones was uh, Steven Spielberg, but they came up with that together, and I think Indiana was mm. the name of George Lucas's dog. Yeah, they came up with the idea of a, a, a globe-trotting Nazi-fighting archaeologist professor while they were on a beach on holiday. Which okay, yeah. And they sort of does. apparently flipped a coin for. Uh, uh, who was going to direct it? Oh, they did. Of so goes the did. legend. Yes. Ah, right. Yes, of course they did. It's Wait, no. Hold on. This like, is the winner. Did the winner? Oh, no, this did, is in fiction. Did the winner or the loser the get the, the winner. They have to direct it? Okay. <laughs> but this is real. I mean, this is real lore from okay. real. From... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't even have notes about it, so it no, can't be. No, no, that's it can't... fine. Okay, that's fine. Please, don't you? No, know, I know so it's fine. You don't have to get so defensive about it. Uh, when uh, Victor runs into uh, Party Patty. It's a uh, when the whole story starts to get going. I mean, it's like not her real name, but that's how <laughs> no. I uh, how I no, refer, you, how right. I refer to right. her. Her real name is Infra Jacuzzi. <laughs> there you go, Infra Jacuzzi. He's working on his car, and it's it's almost like the scene you get in the film noir. You know, the like of all the mechanic workshops that she had to walk into it with mine, um, <laughs> and her legs went all the way up they, to her throat. <laughs> yes. 
Well, looking at this pic, I mean, no, look at this picture. How long is that leg? Oh no, there, yeah. There, How long does that well, leg I mean, have to be for her to be leading back like that and to be kicking out her? Well, no, I mean, her knee is there, then yeah. her, her hip is like just above the dashboard. <laughs> yeah. So I'm more worried about the shape of her pelvis than I'm worried about <laughs> yeah. her legs. I mean, he's like, the, he's just a humble mechanic for the, uh, for one of the race teams who are have holding their perpetual race, which is uh, sus quite suspiciously run, I suppose, by the mafia. An organization that has figured out how to monetize this honeycombed hell that they, uh, that they find themselves in, this eternal, unwinnable race, it's a gambler's paradise. So what do you think? Is the T-City, is, is the highway or is that the... Uh... My clue was that they call it the honeycombed hell of T-City. Mm -hmm. No, this loop. There's no way that that fits in the in the concept of uh, honeycomb no. spatially. So I'm I'm guessing it's a it's a larger structure because somebody has to be observing this experiment. I mean, we call it right. an eternal race, but it's only been two years. Only is a long time to be stuck in there to see yeah, how well, long you can get keeping mice one race to run going around for two years. years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that uh, well, the honeycomb tells probably the city around it. I mean, like eventually uh, in the book, our uh, intrepid hero manages to. Uh, find his way out of, out of the racetrack era yeah. uh, for, for, for towards the end of the conclusion of the book. But uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. No, you're right, you're right. Because first he has to meet Baxaby Venger. All right. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> do you, you want to introduce Baxaby Venger? Because this is, this is all well, I've got. Shit. <laughs> Baxley, who's trying to infiltrate into Victor's crew, uh, as from his job as uh, as a city bureaucrat, was trying to get they're, they're trying to get their fingers behind the um, uh, yeah the, what's going on in the races. I mean, they're, they they obviously know that it's mob run. Basically, try and start at the bottom and try to work your way up the chain. Because Baxadi is responsible for the final report that is going to be sent up to the honeycombed hell of T City. Yes. So he's a uh, he's an infiltrant, not a very good one. So it's, uh, it's, it, it's a bit of a, well, I wouldn't say it's a comedy of errors, but there's a bit of a scene where he's just trying to, like, ingratiate himself uh, along with Party Patty. Yes, and uh, he's clearly never seen a car up close. Yeah, so there's, like, which I really related to as a, as a non-car driving person. I've seen you driving in a, uh, riding in a car, so you've seen like, No, I've been, I've been car adjacent, I've been a passenger, I've been party to cars, but... Mm. Like, I've never really developed a, a, a passion for them. No. Like, I don't know how much carburetor goes in the car or, you know, yeah. where you plug in your catalyst. I don't... No, no, I get that. It's like, uh, you know, I don't know. People, some people, they look, glance at a car and they know it's make and model and off and year. And I'm just like, it's a blue one. Well, I, I generally count the wheels. And if it's three, then I have a decent guess that it's a Robin Reliant. Yes, if it's actually a car, then yes. If it's yes, not one of exactly. those, if it's not one of those trike, trike motorcycles, which are kind of cool too. They are kind of, they're but definitely cool. They're also the best, also kind of the worst of both worlds yeah. when it comes to motorcycles. It's <laughs> I just, I think of those things and I see Billy Connolly in his biker helmet and his beard flying all over the place with one of those high handlebar trikes. Yeah, like he, he had some kind of Harley Davidson. That was uh, the, when uh, he was. That was when he was touring New the Zealand, world wasn't tour it? of New Zealand, right. where he met the the Queen of the. Uh, of the Maori. Ah, um, I don't and, uh, remember that episode. But oh, it was great. It was yeah. a, a big tall gentleman uh, performed a haka mm -hmm. uh, across the field and then he sang a bawdy Scottish song in uh, in return. Oh, well, that seems like cultural exchange to a tea city. Oh, <laughs> and the Segway Award goes back to you. It feels like we're serving it back and forth. Yes. Baxady and Party Patty are the ones who introduce uh, Victor 
actually, I wouldn't say introduce him, but pull him out of his uh, comfort zone, yeah. working as a uh, just like a as wage a slave mechanic, yeah, into the secret face changing crime ring that runs the Dream World. Yes, the <laughs> secret face changing crime ring. Wow, we're really good at these notes. We're. Um, <laughs> I seem to improve in my responses to these notes every time that we do it. So once again, yes. Um, the secret face-changing crime ring. No, uh, no, I'm looking at my notes. I don't have anything to add to that. Yes, led by Zediger Malam. Right. It's uh, funny how, how this book has so many extremely fanciful names. Yes. Especially the ones that, that appealed to me and that I wrote notes. down in my notes. Yes, yes, yes. And and some of them fairly conventional, uh, party I guess, patty. I guess they're trying. Okay, no, the party patty yeah. is like remember, it's like, it's like it's what, a, what it's I like. Nickname, yes, what I like to call her, since she's like obviously the party she's gal. She's a slapper. Of the, yeah. yeah, she goes on and like, she's a bit like of a wild child. There's, there's nary a scene in the book where she isn't uh, holding a glass of something or the other. It's a bit like Archer in that regard. Well, she likes her glampane. She likes well, her yes. uh, 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 gin. Is a popular one. What Gl else did Glisky. he? Glisky. Glisky. That's right. <laughs> What else do they drink, hey? What else do they have at the serve at the bar? Well, they have uh, Calvatres. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and of course, they've got the fancy the, the fancy drug bowls, which uh, everybody likes likes to partake in and get a good snootful of some sort of vapor that's yes. curling out of the. They do fan. vape a lot of booze, don't they? They do. It's like I mean, I would if I had the chance. Oh hell yeah! It's just a little shame that I did never got to go to that gin bar. Where they basically fill, where oh. you basically got to wear like one of those paint suits, and they just basically fill, filled the air with gin vapor. Whoa! Apparently, you got really smashed in about ten minutes. Whoa! <laughs> just osmoting it through the soft tissues of your exposed just eyes. No, and just inhaling it. How, does it pass the lungs? Alcohol? Oh. Well, yeah, of course. It's probably just like soaking through your. Uh, uh, yeah, aeola, uh, no, not aeola, those are nipples. Aioli? <laughs> Aioli? No, that's, that, no, that's alveoli. <laughs> alveoli, that's yes. the word I was looking Tortellini, for. <laughs> I think you were looking for. But there is, of course, one more character that has really... Viktor Petrovska is the only character here with, with a, thematically, a single face. Yes. Um, we have, we have Baxter Venger, who's secretly an infiltrant from the bureaucracy. We have Zedek and Malum from the, uh, from the secret face change in crime ring, who yeah. literally does that. But we have one more person mm -hmm. who, uh, who is a multi-face, uh, thematically. Why don't you introduce him to our reader, uh, 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 And, uh, well, we, we already have. It's, uh, uh, it's Infra Jacuz, the, the party patty, who is, in fact, an Avatar for the citywide AI mm. in charge of the uh, in charge of the bureaucracy who has has taken physical form apparently not too well so as you mentioned the the, the pelvis is way out of proportion and uh, maybe uh, maybe Viktor Petrovska was being literal when he said that uh, her legs went all the way up to her throat which and 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 it's about time that we that we talk about the ending. Um, Kay, do you want do you want to talk about the ending or do you want to leave it to me? Victor gets drawn into the more underworld, above world, really, which is a bit of a flip-over thing, which I kind of think like, yeah, ties again, in very the, nicely to the Mubius strip. I'm, I'm thinking world, more, yeah, around. the Lemnisket Mao. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got in one more there. <laughs> this is a comedy podcast, after all. All appearances to the contrary so far. Um, so, yes, there uh, he gets, like, the, the, the whole twisting of what, what is the above world and what is the underworld gets a little bit torn topsy-turvy by yeah. uh, Zedinger when, uh, he and, uh, when he gets Victor out of his little safe shell where Victor just re starts to realize what it is that he's actually working on and has to decide whether or not he wants to commit himself to the system and yeah. become a made man essentially uh, and uh, and work for the syndicate or if he wants to like throw up a uh, 
valiant but essentially pointless, pointless yes uh, uh, fight against these these various rival which systems are so, which are, are so far above his, yeah which are so far above his head that he doesn't even comprehend comprehend them let alone so he seizes the moment he seizes the opportunity uh, uh, make hay while the sun is no what uh, what was the uh, uh, gather ye rosebuds while ye may uh, it basically means the same uh, hmm. the same thing make yeah. hay while the sun is shining yes. Um, he has a he has a cool car. He has uh, uh, the interests of a, uh, of a lady that he's very interested in himself. Even though he doesn't know that it's the uh, city AI who is just like trying to figure out what the hell is going on and why none of its yeah. plans why none of its plans are working because the the. The, the crime syndicates are working against it. Well, there is one question that it's that it's here mm -hmm. to solve, that sort of relates to when Harry met Sally. Yes, explain uh, which, this to our listeners. Which, yes, <laughs> our, our readers at home uh, surely know that. Uh, I mean, I had the notes, so I've got to use them. <laughs> okay. No, uh, when not... when Harry met Sally uh, uh, was a, was a film that posed the question. Ah, yes. Uh, can can men and women ever just be friends? Oh, okay. I and never actually is... saw the movie. I only know the famous scene in it. But yeah, yeah go on. well, the famous scene yeah. indeed. Um, so we have uh, 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 the city AI, which works together with the uh, the bureaucracy and is worked against, as you as you mentioned, by the uh, uh, by the crime syndicate. Um, but it's going through a bit of an existential crisis, and that's why it manufactured infra jacuz, the uh, uh, the party patty, the yeah. the anatomically incorrect party. Sans fatal, yeah. Yeah, I think she's trying to explore whether. Humans and 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 her, you know, the the AI essentially mm -hmm. can have a, can have a relationship outside of utility. Other than the humans relying Wanting on the AI to run to or run the city, something. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like just she like, wants to see, can we be friends and coexist even when I'm fucking useless? Yeah. I'm just out to have a good time. Well, we'd be in dire straits if it weren't for uh, for Viktor Petrovska, who's gone through this crisis himself. What time I but a mechanic, a little cog yes. in the machine. Coming at this question from from entirely different uh, angles, because yeah, he's a, he is a tiny little cog in a machine. His only value is in his utility. Versus, like, if I weren't there to keep their lives comfortable and safe, and like being able to do their stupid little mob battles and their races, which obviously couldn't happen without the AI. And none of those people are actually contributing or working towards the infrastructure no, that exactly. maintains it. And together, by finding each other, like. I think it's a very hopeful note. Like they yeah. answer that question for each other. Like, yeah. Yes. Uh, even if he's not a mechanic, even if he's not an amazing driver, like he can nick this car that he's been working on, and he can take this this girl that he likes and he zoom around and drive it along the motorway for as long as he needs a, to. It's like a happy end version of Telman Louise, you know, where they instead of <laughs> driving off the cliff, they oh go. Oh my god! <laughs> they just they just uh, uh, drive to a <clears throat> motel and go on nice dates. Yes, exactly. Now, in this in this version of Thelma and Louise that I'm really into, what what happens with? Isn't there an abusive boyfriend? They just keep driving her off oh, on this endless, an endless road, and they're just like on an endless loop, and they can and just, just keep getting together, eating at nice diners, sleeping at not quite so sleazy motels, and just that enjoy. Does sound it's like great. an infinite road trip. So, because they learn to to live in the moment and enjoy that 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 moment, and because of the cyclical nature of their world, the moment mm -hmm. never ends. So. For a for a book that 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 meandered much like your uh, uh, Lemniscuit through a variety <coughs> of uh, themes and genres that yeah. we barely kept up with, mm -hmm. leading to rather a, 
an interesting collection of notes, I find that it, it arrived at rather a satisfying conclusion. Mm. Like, I always like an upbeat ending. I didn't quite enjoy the, uh, the, the faux science fiction setting. It didn't contribute very much, I think. It could have been... No, we did spend an awful lot of time talking about various constructions for this for this planet that yes. really didn't contribute that much. It was like po- I mean, the, the fact that it got us talking about it so much was maybe to the book's detriment. So maybe when we rate the book, oh poor Mark Adler, I'm so sorry if this if this if this writer actually listens to it. Maybe we should give it some demerits because we we tend to be very generous with our books, but maybe mm-hmm. we should punish this book okay. uh, and give it a give it a lower score for being so confusing to us. How should we rate well, it? Well, what's a good ring number? Oh, we've done pi before. Yeah, we can't do okay, infinity. So you, can't, you can't judge a book out of infinity. No, there's um, no lemniscate's out. Eight? Yes, a lemniscate, the right. infinity sign, yes. on its side is, a, is an eight. Oh, yeah, good. Yes. So, so out of eight... Three and a half? Yeah, three and a half. I feel... The, oh, yeah. it's, I feel, I feel bad about so it. bad. For like you said, it's, like it's, got, a, it's got a lovely resolution, but it's like... Yes, the, exactly. The, this the, this good, co- very good concept, but poor execution, I would say. Oh, God. Uh, Mr. Adlard, if, if this happens to be the first episode of our show that you listen to, please, please, please accept our apologies. We, we did not actually it, read it, your book. It wasn't meant to end this way. <laughs> we've, we've learned some lessons that maybe I, maybe I regret being so down about this, about this book that we have reviewed but oh. not read. And, and speaking of uh, uh, reviews, uh, to our readers at home, we'd love to hear what you thought, whether you listened or not, so drop us a line sometime. We're Cover My Ass Cast on Twitter and Facebook, if that's your thing, or even better, leave a nice a nice review on iTunes or wherever, because we sure do appreciate your help once again. I'm sorry, Mr. Adlert. So, okay, Wait, let what me... do we have in store for our readers next week? Uh, we have a book uh, by the author of the famous Girl in the Flammable Skirt... <laughs> Uh, her lesser-known book, <laughs> The Particular Sadness of Lemon Cake. Oh, we're supposed to end on a funny one, but that one hits really hard. <laughs> Oof. Well, <laughs> pardon me, pardon me, the, the paper fever's got me again. And that about covers it. Thank you for joining us at Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed, but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we only judge a book by its cover. We just went round and round on this one. Oh, yes. We really flipped the mobius strip on the